0: spirit of a champion presents encouraging moments with bobby williams welcome to another encouraging moment hi this is bobby williams and i'm so glad you joined me today i am so excited about this message be strong putting on the full armor of god You know, our battle in this world is a spiritual battle, and that's what we're going to talk about. I want to talk to you today about EncouragingMoments.com. That's our website. If you'll go to that and click on our Listen area and share it with a friend, That would help this ministry immensely, and I think it would bless everyone that's been listening to our 30-minute podcasts. But we would love for you to help us to share our podcasts with the world. It's Encouraging Moments with Bobby Williams, and you just go on Apple or Spotify or iHeartRadio. We're so excited about having the opportunity to speak with millions of people across the world, and we have the opportunity right now it's growing and I want to thank you personally and tell you we love you at this ministry spirit of a champion Inc we love you so much and thank you for listening to encouraging moments with Bobby Williams well let's go to our Bible and I want you to turn to Ephesians chapter 6 verse 10 through 20 Our battle in this world is a spiritual battle it requires taking on the full armor of God the powers of this dark world the devil, the Satan schemes are everywhere, trying to victimize, trying to tempt and destroy the lives of people, trying to steal their life and their soul. But thanks be to God that we can be victors and not victims in this life if we take upon ourselves the full armor of God. And so let's read right now Ephesians chapter 6, starting in verse 10. Let's read together. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in His mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes." and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to all this, take up the shield of faith, with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, and pray in the Spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the Lord's people. Pray also for me that whenever I speak, words may be given me so that I will fearlessly make known the mystery of the gospel. Well, what a powerful word this is in Ephesians chapter 6. And we went from verse 10 down through 20. What a powerful word it is. My first point today is the devil is really trying to destroy us. But you have to understand that Jesus Christ destroys the devil's work. In 1 John 3:8, Jesus said, The one who does what is sinful is of the devil. But the devil has been sinning from the beginning. The reason the Son of God appeared was to destroy the devil's work. And that is so amazing. See, the devil is darkness. Satan is darkness. He was an angel of light. And when he fell, and he fell really hard, he fell out of heaven because God pushed him out of heaven. And many other angels fell with him because they were on his team and they were against God, so he threw them out. But what happened to them as they went to earth, and their domain is wandering around earth trying to tempt people, trying to destroy their lives, trying to victimize them, trying to get them to believe that God has forsaken them. But Jesus destroys the devil's work. Let's read again in 1 John 3:8. The one who does what is sinful is of the devil. That means that all of the angels and the people following evil deeds, doing terrible things, they are part of Satan's team. And that's darkness because the devil has been sinning from the beginning. He was created by God, but he was sinning right away. The reason the Son of God appeared was to destroy the devil's work. God came down, and he came in the form of a man. He came to die on a cross to forgive us of our sins and break the chains and bondage of a sinful nature in man. Everyone has failed and fallen short of the Ten Commandments. Those Ten Commandments, those are God's standard of living. But when Jesus came, he forgave us and washed us clean with his blood. And once and for all, we were not under the slavery of that sin Ever again. When you have the power of God living in you through the Holy Spirit, when the devil tempts you, you don't have to bow to him. All you have to do is fall on your knees and say, Lord, I'm being tempted. Lord, I'm just asking you to take this temptation away so I do not sin against you and it will flee. The devil will flee out of your life. And that's, that's really my second point is submit yourselves then to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. James 4, 7, submit yourselves then to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. You have one source that's the light of everything, and that's God, and then you have one source that's the devil and darkness of everything. So many people, so many things are of Satan in this world because the lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh makes people do terrible terrible things on their own but when they get infused with jesus christ as their personal savior he cleanses them with his blood cleans them up sanctifies them and turns their life around into a godly life and that breaks the bonds of this terrible slavery to sin that the devil would love for you to get into And what am I talking about? What kind of sins? Well, I'm telling you that people can be hooked on drugs and alcohol and terrible things. They can do slanderous things. They can cheat. They can lie. They can murder. So many treacherous things have been done on this earth, and it's because of self-willed people following Satan. And, you know, those people affect us, too. They're out there, and we have to have the full armor of God on so we can be protected and be strong in the midst of a temptation. And here's what the Bible says, and it's so cool. Look at Ephesians 6, 10. I hope you've got your Bible there. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. There is mighty power. The devil isn't over God. God is over the devil. Remember, we said Jesus came and he was going to destroy the devil's works. And that's exactly what has happened. In this verse 10, it says, Finally, be strong in the Lord and in His mighty power, and then it says to you and me, and the next point is, Put on the full armor of God so that you can stand against the devil's schemes. And so you must stand firm against that. You, it says, Be strong in the Lord and in His mighty power, and put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. The world is full of these devil schemes, Satan schemes, trying to trip you up, trying to victimize you, trying to destroy your family. Well, let's look at what the armament of God is. Let's just look at it. Here's what it says. Put on the full armor of God that you can stand against the devil's schemes. And in, in Ephesians 6, 12, for our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. You know, they major on darkness, we major on light, amen? <laughs> so Ephesians 6, 13 says, and that's where it really begins far as the armament of God. In verse 13, it says, therefore, put on the full armor of God so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground, and after you've done everything, stand. Stand firm, then, with the belt of truth buckled around your waist. What is the belt of truth? Well, the belt of truth are the words of the Bible, the word of God saying that that's the truth. Deuteronomy 31 says God will never leave you Nor forsake you. And the devil will come to you and say, Well, your prayers aren't being answered. (laughs) So God's left you. He's left you alone in this middle of the storm. But if you'll worship me, if you'll do this thing over here, if you'll satisfy your flesh because you're feeling so bad, what you really need to do is go out tonight and have four or five drinks at a bar and stay out till two o'clock in the morning, maybe get a DUI, and that's going to satisfy you. That's not going to satisfy you at all. That's the wrong thing to do. No, what you do is when you have the belt of truth around you and you know the Word of God, when you know the Word of God, when the devil tempts you, you can say to him, that's not what God says. God says in Deuteronomy 31, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Amen and amen. So the belt of truth buckled around your waist. You have to know the Word of God. It says, with the belt of truth buckled around your waist, with the breastplate of righteousness in place. Now, when you get saved, you get this breastplate of righteousness, but you have to know it. You have to have it in your mind to understand. When people first came to me, and I was in my very early 20s, and the church came to me and said, I want you to be an assistant Sunday school teacher. And I said, man, (laughs) I don't know if I can live up to that because, you know, I do this and that, and I just don't know if I'm a good enough person. And this came to me through the Holy Scriptures, and I found it myself. It was in Matthew. It said, Seek the kingdom of God first and His righteousness, and all these things will be brought unto you. What does that mean? What it means is is that it's not my righteousness. My righteousness is like filthy rags before the Lord, but the Lord's righteousness is pure and perfect and wonderful, and He's the perfect, awesome God. And when I got saved... At the cross, he proved that he was God, and what he did was he washed me and forgave me of those sins. When he was risen from the dead, he proved he was God. So I'm walking around with the breastplate of righteousness now knowing it's not my righteousness. It's God's righteousness because I belong to him and he lives in me. And I've been forgiven of my sin. And if you're a Christian, you have been forgiven. So you're walking around with the breastplate of righteousness right now. If you don't know it, you need to understand you've got it on because Christ is on you. It's his righteousness, not anything that we could do. So then when somebody asks you to do something, you don't feel bad about yourself because you know you've been washed in the blood, you've been forgiven of your past, and you're a new a creature in Christ, and now you can say yes. And by the way, I did say yes, and that was forty years ago, and now I'm a minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ, and I'm so glad I said yes. Amen. And then Uh, It says, and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. Now, this is a wonderful part of the Bible. You have to have the truth around your waist. You have to have the breastplate of righteousness on your chest. But then you have to have the readiness of your feet to share the gospel of Jesus Christ with other people and understand what the gospel did for you. When Christ died on the cross, he forgave you of your sins. He gave you the right to enter heaven. When you accepted him as your savior, right away, that's when you became a Christian and then a place was set up for you in heaven, amen. And boy, doesn't everybody want to know where they go when they die. The Bible says there is no other name under heaven in which a person has to be saved. And the Bible is all truth. And so the gospel of peace that you're walking around in is this, When you accepted Christ as your Savior, you should have such joy and peace in your life because you know where you're going. When you die, you're going to be in paradise with Christ. And that gives you such a sense of peace and calmness and love for others because God forgiven you, you wanna share it with the world. And then it says in here, in addition to all this, take up the shield of faith. Now, the shield of faith is very important. You have to have faith in all you do. You trust God so much, you have great faith. See, there's a difference between just having faith in God, but not trusting him. You have to have such trust in God that you have such great faith, you see. Great faith. Matthew 9, 29, it says, let it be done unto you according to your faith. So you have to have this great faith and you say, God, give me that great faith because I want to trust you with every part of my life. And when you do, you will put up this great shield of faith. So what does that do in the normal part? I'll tell you what it does. You get a bad phone call at 10 o'clock at night and it says your brother was sent to the emergency room because he's feeling so bad Well right away you believe God over that report and you get on your knees and you pray and you have great faith and you pray for him and then you get in your car and you go down to the hospital and you pray for him again you lay hands on him and pray for him and you believe what God's word says Jeremiah 3017 I will restore your health I will heal your wounds declares the Lord Now that's what God says. Without faith, the Bible says in Hebrews, without faith, it's impossible to please God. So you step out in faith, you leave everything, the consequences to God. And so here is what he says. There comes a promise with that. In addition to all this, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. And I'm telling you that when you have your shield of faith up, That phone call doesn't hurt as bad because guess what? That arrow hits that shield and it falls to the ground because you're saying no against it, see? You stand on the word, and you keep that shield of faith up, so when the fiery darts of the devil says stuff like, oh, you'll never get that promotion, you'll never come out of this debt, you'll never get better again, you can just stand with faith and stand strong, and those arrows will try to penetrate that shield of faith, but they'll just fall to the ground, you see. And then the other thing that it says in Ephesians 6, take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. Now, take the helmet of salvation. When you have the helmet of salvation, you're a saved person, you've got it on, and when you put that on, you're saying to the world, I'm God's, and I've got my helmet on, and He's protecting my life, He's putting a protection of fire around me, and I am strong in the Lord. It says, take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. When you take and use the Word of God against any of these reports or any fear that you might have in your heart, or you just use it in, every, in your everyday life, it empowers you and it protects you from all this crazy stuff that's going on right now. I'll give you an example. You might hear a news report and it says, uh, uh, Russia is going to attack Ukraine. I mean, that's what's going on right now. And for a second, you might get just ooh, a little kind of jump in your throat, thinking, oh man, what if they go to war or whatever. And God will stop that right now. And He says, So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. These things that we're hearing today, Man, you could fear yourself to death if you just listened to them all. Protect your mind, your heart, your family. Give your life completely up to Jesus Christ. Put on the full armor of God. Understand and learn the Word of God. Put that Word into practice. Put the shield of faith up. Put your helmet of salvation on. Have the readiness of the gospel on your feet to tell the world of what Jesus has done for you, have the belt of truth around your waist, the breastplate of righteousness on, and you will be empowered to stand and be strong in a troubled world that seems to be going out of control, yet God will keep you strong. Amen and amen, putting on the full armor of God. And then the last thing I want to tell you is this in verse 18. It says, and pray in the spirit, on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the Lord's people. And so we are to pray for others because they're in spiritual battles too. One of my dear friends called me and he said, man, my son is going through a spiritual battle in his mind and his heart. He seems to be so fearful now. And something's happened, and I said, let's pray for him. Let's believe God to take him from fear into faith. I'll send him some things from encouragingmoments.com. I'll meet with him. I'll pray over him. We'll lay hands on him. This is the warfare I'm talking about. And I'm saying to you, we will have complete victory if we'll put the full armor of God on, and we'll trust him and pray about it and be active get involved with people's lives and help them and bless them by praying for them and working with them and helping them get through these troubles in life because we're all going to have troubles. Well, I hope you know here at Spirit of a Champion, Inc., we love you so much, and you're so important. Your prayers and your gifts are important to us here. It's crucial time for us at Spirit of a Champion, Inc. because we're stretching our faith and we're going on more channels And if you want to hear us and continue to hear us on channels, just give whatever gift you can. It doesn't have to be big, but whatever God asks you to give, go to encouragingmoments.com, go to the donate button, and just donate to us. You can give every month, or you can just give as your heart desires, but we are a ministry that's dedicated to reaching the lost and encouraging, inspiring Christians to become champions of Christ. Well... With your help, we'll accomplish that. And, of course, the Lord is in charge of everything we do. Well, before I go, let me pray for you right now. Dear Heavenly Father, I just thank you for the listeners today. And I hope, Lord, that you will help them to read Ephesians chapter 6, starting in verse 10, and have them put on your full armor because you are the Most High God. You are the one true God of all the universe And you are the God that we want to bow down and kneel down to and say, Lord, we love you so much. We thank you. Forgive us, Father, of our sins. Let us be what you want us to become. Lord, thank you for your presence today. Thank you for this program and our friends out there listening to us today. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Well, until next time, be encouraged. Thank you for listening to Encouraging Moments with Bobby Williams. For more Encouraging Moments, go to spiritofachampion.com or join us on Facebook at Encouraging Moments with Bobby Williams.